0: podcast time! Come on, friends. We'll talk about their distant lands. Matt the man and the woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time! Welcome to Oh My Glob, and Adventure Time podcast. I am Amy. I'm Matt. And here we are, talking about Adventure Time all the way from the beginning to the very end.
1: And every now and then, I'm taking a pit stop to cover a spinoff series.
0: Yeah, like our current Fiona and Cake takeover.
1: Yes. <laughs> Matt? Ha- yeah? How are you? I'm calm. I'm cool and I'm collected. How are you? I'm. I have a little bit of a leftover cough from
0: the sick that we experienced recently.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. We got we got sick for for a bit there. It was hot. It awful was awful. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think we're both feeling a little better now. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, but other than that, I feel good. Good. Feel, me feel, too. Feel good.
1: As per usual, life is busy.
0: Yeah. Very.
1: Yep. But oh man, we are. And the second half of Fiona and Cake now.
0: Yep, we have three more. Well, we have six episodes to cover. Three more of our episodes that we'll go over. The synopses are a little long. It's just you know, beware. But um, yeah, it's a it's been a really interesting show to cover, and and how they're using like the multiverse kind of aspect to it. So it's Absolutely. been. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing where this where this series goes and uh the, it has been green light for a second season
1: yes yeah it was such a big hit that i, I, I it, it felt only natural that that, that was going to happen either that or another spin-off of some kind
0: yeah yeah so really really interesting and um i just i really like you know overall how the episodes are really bringing in some cool callbacks while also building a new world i think that's really interesting
1: yeah same yeah Um, All right, so we have two
0: episodes to cover, Destiny and The Winter King. The
1: Winter King. So, uh, do you want to just jump right into it?
0: Yeah, let's do it. it. OMG. All right, so our first episode is Destiny, Uh, IMDb rating 8.9 overall as of today, Um, episode five of season one, directed by Ryan Shannon. Written and storyboarded by Jacob Winkler, uh, Sonia von uh, Marenstorff, Hannah Nystrom, and Anna Sveston.
1: It seems like a lot of uh, Scandinavian names. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I wonder what the story is there.
0: Yeah. Original air date September 14th, 2023.
1: It's practically yesterday.
0: Practically. That's my dad's birthday. Oh, no. Yeah. I should know that. <laughs> it's okay. I
1: barely know my own birthday. I know. Title card is the word destiny written out in bones. Kind of like
0: Mad Max-esque. Yeah, it is Mad Max-esque. Like...
1: Yeah, yeah. It's,
0: uh, it's really rad. I really, really Max, like it a lot.
1: Uh, I, I enjoyed the trailer for the Furiosa Mad Max spinoff movie. I
0: know. I can't wait for it.
1: Yeah, me neither. It, it looks awesome. I, I can't wait. Yeah. So... Yeah, Destiny's spelled out in bones, and each letter has some, something unique about it. Like, the first one has, like, a, a spike going through a skull's eye mm-hmm. socket. The S has a worm coming out of a skull's eye <laughs> socket. And, and uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of eye sockets involved here.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. It's probably my favorite one that we've seen so far.
1: Same, easily. Um,
0: yeah, really cool. I'd get this tattooed on me, maybe. Except it says Destiny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the most memorable episode. <laughs> or was it? Uh, yeah, it was, we'll, we'll find out.
0: Yeah. All right. So what happened in this episode? What ha- happened was uh, <laughs> we start in the farm world reality. A mother cradles her baby boy as they're riding in a carriage. Ice Finn appears, freezes their horses, and then freezes the woman and her baby. Cut to the present. C- uh, Simon, Fiona, and Cake. I almost said Siona. Siona. (laughs) Simon, Fiona, and Cake are revealed to be in Farm World. Simon explains his plans to Fiona and Cake about becoming the Ice King again, which will make him magic and immortal um, while restoring magic to their world so they can continue to exist. Plus, he could totally fight off Scarab.
1: Yeah. So from now on, like anytime Simon and Fiona are paired off together, we should call it Siona.
0: Siona. And then if it's
1: Fiona and Cake, it could be fake.
0: Fake. fake or Simon I, uh, and Cake would be fake,
1: <laughs> <laughs> or Simon. <Kaiman. laughs> oh, That's terrible funny. joke! So Simon explains that he'll perform the ritual again that brought them to Ooh by accident, but on purpose this time, so they can get back to their own world once it's cool again. But first, they cool figuratively, mm. not literally. Yeah. But first, they need to find another magic crown somewhere in the multiverse. Cake says that it's it'll be as easy as hunting down a mouse in a pile of mice. Simon suggests that they start with the world that they're currently in, and Fiona is all for it, but collapses and falls asleep.
0: While she's passed out, Cake nabs Fiona's phone and starts playing the game. And let's really be, it's not just a game. She plays the worm game. Oh, the worm game. Remember? Right. And it's like, that, it was like the game. Snake. Snake. It's called yeah. Snake. Not worm. Snake. And you have to like eat the apple, and it gets bigger and bigger.
1: You told me about it while we were watching it, and I was completely unfamiliar with it.
0: Yeah, I really felt like you missed out on beginning. You had like a flip phone. Yeah, it's like know, I'm almost like 10 years
1: behind in phones. It's
0: only classic flip phone game. <laughs> I can't even believe you never played it before. I, I don't think
1: my flip phone was even good enough for that.
0: It's like, it's like Minesweep and Solitaire for early, like Windows operating oh, systems.
1: Man. Even as late as like 2014, like, yeah, I got internet on my phone now. And it's just pure text internet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah, when we
0: started dating, I was so bougie about phones. And I was like, you need a better phone than
1: that. You know I did need a better phone.
0: But like looking back, I mean, it was fine. It worked. It was, it was all right. You know, <laughs> I could text. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> you could text. It's true. You texted me the day I gave you my number. Yes, I did. Yeah.
1: I'm not one of those people that's like... You got to wait two days to play cool. I'm like, text immediately. Come across crazy.
0: (laughs) I know. And look at me now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay. When Fiona wakes up, Cake is like, dude, I got you something to eat. And she sees that, uh, Fiona sees that she's laying on a dead mouse, which stains her shirt with blood. Simon suggests that they head to the nearest library as they press on. Simon sees a suit on a scarecrow that looks like Farmworld Finn. Did back when he was Ice Finn, so he switches clothes with it. Because Simon was dressed in the blue moo-moo.
1: Yes, you by know. the way, our annoying cat is making so much noise in the background right now.
0: Yeah, dude, he wants to go outside.
1: <laughs> yep. He's, ridiculousness. He's a spoiled one. He is. So I always imagine, always, like like I've seen the show for years now um simon and fiona must smell so bad Yeah, because, like, simon's wearing like this old coat from a uh, scarecrow and then fiona's got like blood all over her shirt mm-hmm. so flies are buzzing around fiona's shirt because the mouse blood and she decides to take it off because it's really starting to smell oh well there we go yeah so cake says any excuse to be more naked uh the three spot a nearby town and fiona is excited to get some Road loot. Yeah, it's just like playing an RPG. Mm-hmm. She says, I've played a lot of post- Oh my goodness, post-apocalyptic RPGs. I should really start reading these in advance so You're I just so don't funny. repeat myself. So the more loot, the better. Simon wants to keep moving, but Fiona suggests Scarab probably gave up looking for them by now.
0: Meanwhile, in the time room, Prismo, who is captured and turned to a cube, laughs. The Scarab asks if something's funny and Prismo tells him good luck working his TV wall without his remote. Scarab drops Prismo into the hot tub, opens a section of the TV wall with a crystal, and begins to track them down. <laughs> He's, like, like instant- y- instantaneous. Uh, back in Farm World, Simon, Fiona, and Cake enter the town. Cake points out that Simon's sticking out like a sore thumb. He doesn't look as, quote, Mad Max as everyone else. She go. doesn't say Mad Max. I think those are our
1: words. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> or was it? I don't so, know. A citizen says that there's been no magic there since the days of the snowman. To avoid drawing attention, Simon tells Kate to act like a regular cat. She begrudgingly does so, meowing sarcastically. Meow, meow. Mm. So Simon finds a library, but is shocked to see concrete block thrown out from inside. uh, As a citizen, takes a bunch of books and throws them into a fire. Tromo from the Destiny gang.
0: Destiny! Destiny,
1: uh, Tells the citizens they're about to get this funeral started and tells them to shut up and pay respects.
0: Tromo introduced Big Destiny, the, quote, savior of the wastelands and defector of the, quote, snowman. Big D says says sadness is not allowed, and today they party for the death of Popcorn. Some citizen throws Popcorn's body into the fire as Big D describes how Popcorn died among doing what he loved, riding an alligator like a horse. Oh, yeah. And the alligator's, like, hanging by the, the fire. It's really funny. Big D claims that Popcorn's territory now belongs to the Destiny gang. Destiny.
1: Yeah, it's another callback, another surprise callback yeah. with the Destiny gang. Just like uh characters that characters that weren't in the original series very much. So you just didn't expect to see them again. Kind of like the upper tree characters. Yeah. So uh someone from the reindeer boys tries to tell Big D about how Popcorn signed a treaty on his deathbed about how his territory would go to the reindeer boys. But Big D's daughter, Little Destiny, rolls down and punches him before being lifted back up to her dad. Despite Simon's protest to keep a low profile, Fiona grabs Farmworld starchy and demands to know uh, what he knows about the magic crown. Fiona then tackles someone else asking the same question before Choose Bruce speaks up and claims that uh, he has the only crown they seek. Fiona asks how much.
0: He decides her phone is a fair trade, so she gives it to him and he just hands her a paper crown. (laughs) After Simon says that's trash, Fiona demands for her phone back. But Choose Bruce says no returns fair's fair. He then pulls out a bat with a hammer, barbed wire, and a knife attached to it. Cake stretches a giant fist and punches him while also destroying his stand. Fiona nabs her phone back from Choose Bruce as they try to escape.
1: People in the alternate worlds in this series are so quick to yeah. brutal... Yeah, Murder. I remember the
0: the the squirrel when Cake yeah. I mean Cake was like destroying everything, but then they're like, let's kill her.
1: Yep, yep. And I think they're all these weapons that are like that's not gonna be a quick death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she spruces weapon there. Yeah, no kidding. That just looks like a horrible, slow, painful
0: death.
1: <laughs> so while they try to escape, Cake struggles to stretch her arm back to normal. Simon tells her she's too reckless, and Cake is like, eh, no one saw it. But turns out someone did see. So he, Peanut, and a taller citizen uh, corner them in an alley. The smaller guy threatens to eat cake and get the magic fist. So Fiona tries to attack the bigger guy, but it doesn't affect him. After she's knocked back, she, Cake, and Simon are suddenly saved by a boy who resembles Farmworld Finn.
0: Dun, dun, dun! Yeah, I was like, who
1: is this little, little fellow here?
0: <laughs> I was like, is that Finn? That Finn. Little Destiny jumps in and knocks the boy back, then has a coughing fit. She tells the, uh, tells the peanut to know his place. And then the blonde hero not to come back. The boy, whose name is Jay, leads Simon, Fiona, and Cake out of the city through the pipes and says that it's obvious they're new since no one here talks about magic. Simon asks if he does, but Jay says, hard not to. Jay reveals that his dad was the one who found the crown, so Simon says he
1: has to meet him. That's where I was like, okay, so this is gonna be Finn's kid. Yeah. So Simon assumes that Jay's dad is this world's version of him, but. It- it's revealed to be Farmworld Finn. So Simon tells Fiona that this is her counterpart. Farmworld Finn is upset that his son brought outsiders, but Jay explains that they were in trouble. So Finn realizes Cake is magical and he doesn't truck with magic. <laughs> uh, Jay explains that Peanut was going to eat Cake and Finn reminds him that uh, he doesn't like him messing with the Destiny gang.
0: Finn tells Simon, Fiona, and Cake that they can stay the night. As they go inside, he tells his kids to set a table for three more since they have guests. He tells Bonnie to help, who's scratching a very old Jake. Yeah. She's super surprised to find that Kate can talk. Jay reveals that that's why the three of them got chased by the Destiny game. Bonnie asks what'll happen if the Destiny game comes to their house, and Finn says he'll slay them as if he has to.
1: So the thing about um, Farm World Jake is he's a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> he needs scratches on the head. Yeah. So back in the cornfields. He probably needs a treat, too. Yeah, he probably needs, probably needs some treats, I, I, I would suggest. so back in the cornfield scarab enters farm world and sees simon's tunic on the scarecrow he makes his way into town disguised as a human uh scarab asks choose bruce bruce (laughs) if he's seen a group of strange travelers choose bruce offers up some info if he has something to barter scarab is like how about your unmurdered life (laughs) (laughs)
0: again jumping to like violence
1: (laughs) so choose bruce gives in immediately and says that they follow jay merton's west Back at Finn's house, Jay says that the soup that they're eating is what their mom made the day that she died. And they've just been adding to it as it's been simmering for years. Mm. Yeah. I wonder what that soup is like. Probably good. Yeah.
0: Bonnie asks Cake if all cats can talk where she comes from. And Cake says no, but maybe they can once they put the magic crown on Simon's head. Simon says the reason they've come is because he found out that Farmworld old Finn found the crown years ago. Finn calls Simon a fool and tells him that they can sleep in the hayloft, but to be gone by morning. Later, Jay wakes up the guests to take them to the crater.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, Finn flies back to when he wore the crown and went insane with ice magic. His, and By by the way, everybody, this is the abridged version yeah. of the synopsis. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's actually, there's a surprising amount covered in this episode.
0: Yeah, dude. Definitely check it out if you haven't already.
1: Yeah. So his thoughts are interrupted when Scarab, in disguise, comes to ask if he's seen any friends of his. Finn says that nobody's here but him and his kids. After Scarab leaves, Finn goes to the hayloft to tell Simon, Fiona, and Cake that they have to bounce. Bonnie pops out of the hay and tells him that Jay took them to the crater. Finn tells her to go back to the house, wake up her siblings, and barricade the doors. That's right. They stuffed her under the hay so that she wouldn't, like, tattle or wouldn't try to come along.
0: What I think is really interesting about this is, like... We've seen Farm World Finn before, and Mm -hmm. this is, like, a grown-up version, and then it's just, like, he's seen stuff, you know? Yeah. It's just really, anyway, it's just interesting.
1: Yeah, every version of uh, an older Finn that we're seeing in the show is somebody who's been through some stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and they have different varieties of, like, reaction to life, right? Mm -hmm. Like, one Finn was like, you need to go do some dungeoning, and so he went dungeoning, and then it's like... You need to leave, you know, because I've had like a rough life and I've got three kids and their mom died last good year point. or whatever. You know, like it's just really, really interesting. That
1: is a really good point because I didn't I didn't think about that at all. Yeah. Like the different versions of it. We're seeing how each one has dealt with uh, life trauma. Yeah. Yeah. In different ways.
0: Yeah. Really fascinating. Yeah. Um, at the crater, Cake asked Simon what the crown smelled like. He says, freshly cut grass? Question <laughs> mark. Cake sniffs around and, she, and leads them to the crown, but they find that it's already been destroyed by some powerful magic. Little Destiny arrives, and it's revealed that she and Jay are a couple. Jay says he was looking for some cool stuff in the crater before being caught by Little Destiny. He found a jewel from the crown and gave it to her. She decided to let him go, but threatened to gut him if she ever saw him again. And they've been secretly together ever since. It's like a Romeo and Juliet kind of thing. Yeah,
1: forbidden Except
0: one of them. Well, (laughs) well, they're not trying to kill each other. One inadvertently is killing her. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) So uh, Little D begins coughing and Jay notices that she's cold. He says that he's been searching for uh, cures, but has come up with nothing. Fiona tells Simon to help her, but he tells her he's an antiquarian. Uh, Jay what's an antiquarian. I think it's someone who deals in antiques. Yes. So Jay tells Oh my destiny. God, Matt. I remember because I had to look that word up when I was writing those down. I was like, I'll remember that. Relating
0: to uh, antiques, or dealing in, in antiques or rare books. A person who studied or collects <sighs> antiques or
1: antiquities. Sometimes my brain don't work so good. Oh God. So Jay tells <laughs> Little Destiny that she should... Really tell her dad, but she refuses since weakness is not an option. Aww. So Big D suddenly arrives with the Destiny gang and tells her that weakness is worse than coughing death.
0: Aww. Ugh.
1: The gang close in on him, and Fiona and Cake try fighting them off to no avail.
0: Big D let, grabs Little Destiny and kicks Jay down. It's revealed that Little Destiny has been wearing a, a jewel of the crown around her neck, and that's what's making her sick since it's infused with ice magic. Big D claims that Jay and Little Destiny's love romance was just a play to take her down. After Big D throws down the jewel, Simon tells Fiona and Cake that if they grab it, he can use it to reprogram the remote to track magic crowns.
1: Big D gives Little Destiny a knife to kill Jay, but Finn arrives on Bartram Mm -hmm. just in time to aim his—Bartram's the the derpy horse, right? Yeah. Yeah, just in time to aim his flamethrower arm at uh, Big D and orders him to let them go. Uh, Jay runs up to Little Destiny and tells her that if she really believes he'd hurt her, then go ahead and do it. So Finn is surprised at Jay as Cake stretches her tail to get the jewel. The Destiny gang cheers on Little Destiny to stab Jay, but she instead attacks the gang in his defense. Oh.
0: So yeah. Bartram is called Barbar.
1: Barbar. He's
0: pet mule of old Finn.
1: Yes, it was a mule. Yep. Yeah.
0: Uh, The Destiny gang go to attack Jay and Little D, but Finn jumps in front of them and fights them off. Simon opens Prismo's remote after getting the jewel as Finn elbows Big D in the face, shattering his glasses. Scarab arrives, saying he has picked up some wild fennel, uh, then reveals his true form. Big D runs and tells Farmer Finn he's got this as the rest of the (laughs) Destiny gang flees. Finn tells Jay to get little Destiny out of there as he aims his cannon arm at Scarab, who tries to attack, but Finn deflects and sends him flying, shooting him with the flamethrower arm. Yeah. What a badass yeah. weapon. It's
1: awesome. So unfortunately, Scarab survives and morphs into a four-legged spider-like form and stabs Finn in the head. Ugh. Simon puts the jewel in the remote and gets the three of them out of Farmworld, but unfortunately, Scarab is beamed out with them due to grabbing Simon's leg. Dun-dun-dun. The end. Cliffhanger. Yeah.
0: Did he die in that?
1: I don't know.
0: Let's just leave it at that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what are your first thoughts on this episode? I thought it was good. Me too.
0: I love the post-apocalyptic kind of situation. It also reminds me of the wizard, what's the one, City of Thieves? Yeah, It kind of reminds me of that kind of-esque kind of
1: situation. yeah. Yeah, going into this dangerous place, you don't know. Yeah, I think this is uh, this has been one of my favorites so far. Mm-hmm. I think I was saying at the beginning it wasn't the most memorable one, but now like going back and talking about it, there are a lot of moments in this one that I really enjoyed.
0: Jeremy Shada is does the voice of Finn in this episode. Yeah, yeah, that was really yep. cool,
1: man. And um, he doesn't have to try to sound older now because Jeremy Shada is older. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's uh, it's so odd to hear sometimes, like coming off the original series, then going into this, and it's like, oh. Yeah. This, this dude's a full-grown adult now.
0: There's so, so much drama in this episode. Also, uh, Big D's eyes are green, and then I put, um, they're, like, so dramatic because he broke his glasses. And I was like, or are they red?
1: Because Finn's oh. colorblind. Remember? Oh, yeah.
0: They <laughs> <laughs> we were seeing it through Finn's
1: perspective. Yeah, his eye colors should have changed depending on what character we supposed to be following. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's so funny. Yeah. There's some beautiful animation work in this episode that i think is really awesome
1: yeah yep, definitely
0: yep what was your favorite line
1: Ooh, my favorite line was i'ma eat that kid what <laughs> i'ma eat that cat <laughs> big d's kid that's so funny and <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite line uh
0: she's been doing mouth high fives with the enemy <laughs> mouth high fives that's
1: great i love that uh, i'm sorry there's no one in life
0: <laughs> <laughs> mouth high fives
1: do you want to give me an impression of a character sure
0: Meow, meow, is that what you want? (laughs)
1: That's cake. I love it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, what about you?
1: I have the magic crown you seek, but the price is very steep. Choose Bruce.
0: (laughs) Is the price very steep for her phone that doesn't work? No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As opposed to some other choose goose, uh, like, oh, I'll take the head of your dog, friend.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, um, we have lots of trivia that we'd love to share. Yes, we do. Should we get some, some tri- tri- trivia?
1: Kick it. It's trivia. Time. trivia. 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 It's so, great.
0: so this is the first time Fiona meets one of her counterparts.
1: Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, when Fiona was looking for items in her backpack to trade with Choose Bruce, she places a magazine called MLE mm-hmm. uh, on the table, which is presumably her world's counterpart for...
0: BLE, which BLE? is what? It's a comic magazine series that appears in multiple episodes of Adventure Time. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. I don't yeah. know. I want it right over my head. Yeah.
0: Um, this is the first episode in which Farmer Finn appears without the original Finn nor the Lich.
1: Ooh. hmm This episode reveals that Fiona Cake and Simon are in Farm World. Duh. Oh, I always get the Thanks. duds. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So two of Farmer children are named Jay and Bonnie in this reality. The children have the same name as Jay and Bonnie from the episode Puhoy ah, that's in right, the Pillow
1: World. Yes. Oh, what a great episode that the is. The other
0: one's like like Steve.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Richard. <laughs> Richard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, Jaren.
1: <laughs> Jaren. <laughs> that's it. We need Jaren to come in at some point in one of these adventure times. I Oh man. If somebody who, who, somebody who works on that show listens to this podcast... Create a character named Jaren.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Just for us.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: the weapon Farmworld Marceline used in Finn the Human is seen on the wall of Farmworld Finn's house when Fiona and Cake ask for soup. Uh, right below the prosthetic arm he used to wear when he was a teenager.
0: What an interesting collection. Here's all the different weapons and arms I've used.
1: Yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah, it'd be fun for action figures of this character. You could have like different arms that you replace.
0: Yeah, yeah. The reason why Farm World Finn's crown is absent is due to the fact that Prisma destroyed it uh, with the Mushroom Bomb by modifying it in original Farm World's timeline and crossover.
1: Boom. Trivia. Trivia done. Oh, yeah.
0: Any thoughts about this episode? Last thoughts?
1: Uh, this one moved along at a brisk pace, I thought, uh, yeah. compared to one or two other episodes. I, the first episode of the series, I thought, moved at like a leisurely pace, but I kind of mm-hmm. loved that about it. Yeah. It, it really let you like soak in the whole world. Uh, Same with the fourth episode. And this one's just like, boom, action, action. So much. uh, Constantly on the go. But I kind of enjoyed that, too. It it feels like an in-betweener, like kind of almost like a filler episode. But I think this one, it's, I feel like this one's an improvement over one of the pre, oh, no. I I think I was saying episode four, but I meant, oh, I gotta look at Cake the Cat. The Cake the Cat is um, one of the leisurely paced ones that I really enjoyed. Episode four was on the go, and that was probably my least favorite episode so far. Yeah. Um, the one they're trying to escape. Scarab. Yep, and I feel like this was kind of you know similar in tone to that one as far as like pacing goes. I'm I'm being bored. I'm being a boring nerd right now, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't know something about this one. Just I I enjoy this one a lot more than episode four.
0: Well, I think what what's cool about this. So we've been saturated with multiverse stuff, yes. and we talked a little bit about that last episode. But what I liked what this episode did was that they. They had to have a, a really strong episode to introduce how this is gonna look. Yeah. Um, and I think this this is a really great start for that because it's something that we know. So we know Farmworld. We're mm-hmm. familiar with it. We've had multiple episodes with Farmworld and the the ties of Farm World to the rest of Ooh. And so coming back here as kind of like ground zero of their first experience trying to find this crown is is really impactful, I think. And that's, you know, it feels familiar, like, like the squirrel, right? Mm -hmm. It's a familiar friend that we're bringing back in this alternate reality that helps us learn new things, but also feel comfortable.
1: Yeah, I think that there's a balance that needs to be struck. And I think it's really hard to do. So one of my least favorite things in movies right now is the overabundance of fan service. Because sometimes it's just there to bring, to put butts in seats. Like you look at like Jurassic Park, or Jurassic World Dominion, yeah, which I thought was just absolutely awful, and it brought back these legacy characters because it's like, hey, remember yeah. these characters, and that's going to sell more tickets. But then it, they felt kind of wasted in that movie. I thought, yeah, in the movie, that's why we went and but... saw
0: the movie exactly, and it just didn't feel like it was like, oh.
1: And they did the same recently with like uh, putting Michael Keaton in the Flash mm-hmm. as Batman. But, he, was um, that, he was good in that. He was good. I think you need to be able to pull off like these. Fan service moments, but also serve the story, right? Yeah, and I think this show is doing a pretty good job with that for the most part.
0: Also, like Big D was not a beloved character. No, the squirrel was not a beloved character outside of you and I, right? Like these are
1: like deep cut characters. Deep cut characters,
0: but they are like, oh, I remember that thing from the thing, you know, and like it helps pull kind of it all together. Yep, that's what I think they're. That I like what they're doing
1: yeah, with this. E- exactly. It's like this and, like, Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Well, like, okay, they're bringing back the old Spider-Man <clears> actors, <throat> but they played a major part in the story. Yeah. Which is why it worked so well.
0: The other part, too, is, like, this, it also, I think the important thing it's doing is saying life went on. Yep. Life continued regardless of, like, what Fiona is experiencing. You yeah. know, We have an adult Finn, and we have this, big destiny that has children now Mm -hmm. right who who also are part of this gang you know yeah
1: that's right so you're not just going back and retreading like the same old ground of this year yeah yeah you're seeing where these characters have gone after we last left off like years later
0: yeah the squirrel's an entrepreneur you know
1: (laughs) who's kind of happy but not quite happy
0: yeah yeah (laughs) it's just fascinating so yeah it'll just be interesting to see how this how this shapes up absolutely all right, should we get to our next episode? Let's do it. All right.
1: <laughs>
0: next episode is The Winter King, IMDb rating of 9.3. Um, overall, number six, episode six of this uh, season, directed by Steve Wolfhard, Hans Singh, uh, Jack Penderveris, Kate Singh, Hannah Nystrom, Anthony Burke, and Adam Muto. Hey. Written and storyboarded by Jim Campbell. Lus, uh, Lusola Langley, Iggy Craig, Graham Falk, and Nicole Rodriguez.
1: Graham Falk—that sounds like the name of like a like a an old author from like the nineteen twenties. Oh, I was thinking
0: like a seventies rock like, band.
1: Like this Graham Falk novel about living in the wilderness.
0: <laughs>
1: Title card: The Winter King, spelled in like really cartoony, bubbly letters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's kind of um, a precursor to the insanity of. One of the characters in this episode, it's which very, like, is a delight.
0: Bubbly and like ye, yeah. Know?
1: Yeah. It has
0: a little crown on there.
1: Yeah, I love it. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. Reminds me of Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. Frosty yeah. the Snowman. I All can't right. I can't do
0: his voice. So in Fiona World, Gary Prince knocks on Fiona's door to her apartment. He wonders to himself why she hasn't texted him back. The door creaks open, so he allows himself inside. He's shocked when he enters, assuming that she's been robbed. Just Mm -hmm. then, Marsha Lee comes out of her bathroom shower to tell him, nope, this is the way she always lives. Gary is freaked out by Marsha Lee and wonders who he is.
1: Ooh, that's right. I forgot about this whole uh, simple on this episode. It might have been like two weeks since I watched this one, Mm -hmm. but I remember well enough. Uh, Meanwhile, in another alternate reality known as Winter World, Simon, Fiona, and Cake are beamed into an ice kingdom and are immediately pursued by Scarab, the... Uh, immediately, they are saved by a mysterious ice wizard known as the Winter King who freezes the scarab in place. After the Winter King introduces himself, Cake takes the... That's a hard sentence. Cake takes his crown. It shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> Cake takes his crown and runs off, but is caught and brought back by one of the Winter King's double, eight, double giants. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I strongly, like, That was a that sentence. Was a <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Uh, the Winter King is amused that the cat is named Cake and asks fake... Wow! (laughs) I'm keeping this all in. Fiona, who she is, after Fiona introduced herself, she explained why they needed the crown. The Winter King says, while they can't take his crown, he has a solution to the problem. What just happened? There was like I stumbled on one step and then I fell down the rest of the stairs,
0: (laughs) brutally hitting your head along the way.
1: I know. I was all like, good to go today too. I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm feeling pumped. Like lots of energy. <laughs> turns out my mouth is moving faster than my brain's processing words. Uh, that is normal. Yes.
0: The <laughs> Winter King invites Simon Fiona and Cake inside, and Simon is surprised by the way the Winter King's throne room looks. The Winter King has some of his ice scouts bring hot chocolate for his guests to keep them from freezing. Simon asks the Winter King how he's so functional if he's just another cursed Simon. In a song... The Winter King claims that he was once like Simon who was dealing with the madness and insanity of the crown until he used a force of sheer will power to regain his sanity, fashion his dreams, and build his kingdom.
1: Yeah, from the get-go, I had a sneaking suspicion that this character was going to be a little more nefarious than he's leading on, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, I didn't get that at all. Hmm. And also, so this is the Winter King that Fiona was had the dream about.
1: Like, yes. In and so first she's episode. like, ha,
0: ha.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So after finishing his song, he tells Simon that once he makes a duplicate magic crown, Fiona World will be restored to its former state. Fiona asks the Winter King if he tinkers with the original curse, then will she be able to fight in this new version since she got stomped in the last one? The Winter King gives Fiona an ice sword and has some ice scouts attack to test her abilities before having them stand down after Fiona shows improved fighting skills. Uh, Cake asks if there's anything she desires since uh, he's giving out gifts. So she asks him to charge Fiona's phone. He does so, and it's not only at 100%, it has signal now. Fiona sees the text from Gary, and uh, Fiona responds to his text and says that she's okay. And the man in her apartment is Marshall Lee. Uh, about the improved fighting skills, I-, I love seeing, witnessing characters powering up throughout mm-hmm. a series. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Like, uh, I don't like when, say, like a superhero character is like just. Immediately bestowed with abilities. I like them having to, like, work up to those abilities. Yeah. It's always more fun for me to watch.
0: Yeah. One thing I forgot to mention in the last episode is how I like how they changed her outfit. And so she's more badass now. Yeah. (laughs) And so so I like that they're just adding to
1: that. Helps her be more aerodynamic. Aerodynamic. Yeah. Yep.
0: So back in Fiona World, Gary is relieved that Fiona is okay. Gary goes to leave and tells Marshall Lee that he has tons of errands and baking to do. Marshall Lee decides to leave with him after Gary indicates that there will be food where he's going and asks if he's ever heard of a place called Joy.
1: Back in Winter World, the Ice King provides clothes for Simon and takes him to his lab where he'll make a duplicate crown, which he assures them will only take a week. The Winter King tells them in the meantime they should uh, feel free to partake in the pleasures of the Winter Kingdom. Cake tells Fiona that they uh, should check out a candy mountain since it looks gnarly. But the Winter King tells her no because that place is forbidden. But he quickly corrects himself and says it could be a dangerous place out there.
0: Yeah. And the and the, she's referring, so it looked like a mountain to them, but that's the candy kingdom.
1: Yeah. Is what she was referencing. And it looks like a hot mess.
0: A hot mess. Back in Fiona World, Marshall, Lee, and Gary head to the candy supplies to joy. Gary tells Marshall Lee that this store was the be- has the best cocoa powder, and because it's so rich, you can't even try a grain of it unadulterated without going mad. <laughs> he has Marshall Lee try some, and he does, causing him to suggest that this is why Gary's biscuit boys are so special. Gary blushes before saying he calls them pastry mention uh, and reveals that he's been working on the prototypes for a long time.
1: Ooh, sometimes I think about if you and I start doing like open mics or something like that, mm-hmm. if I'm on the guitar and you singing. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever the group name is should be something Adventure Time related. I took note of Gary's Biscuit Boys. <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. <laughs> Which wouldn't be 100% accurate of a name, but
0: <laughs> I'd be, be fun. okay with it, though. There's
1: that, like Whisper Dan.
0: Whisper Dan. Yeah.
1: So Marshall Lee asks Gary what he needs to make them uh, make more of them pastries. Uh, Gary says that he'll need his own bakery, but needs money. He also says there's a couple of investors in town that he really wants to meet called the Lemon Carbs. Human gender swapped counterparts of the lemon grabs, obviously, uh, who are rich twins behind a food empire, and one meeting with them could change his life. Marshall Lee casually says that uh, he's sure he's heard his mom talk about them before or something.
0: Hmm. I'm really curious what the backstory of that, and I'm sure we'll learn more of it in the next couple episodes. Yeah. But. Back in Winter World, while working on a duplicate crown, Simon asks if there's a Betty in this world, and the Winter King thinks for a minute before casually calls her the Dead One and hasn't thought about her in a long time. Simon asks how he could say such a thing because she was the great love of their life. Suddenly, an alarm starts to blare, and a pink cloud zaps lightning into the laboratory.
1: Yeah, what an odd uh, thing to add in there. Him just calling yeah. her the dead one, just yeah. so, like, casually and passively. Hmm. Yeah. So once the cloud dissipates, the Winter King and Simon see an insane person riding some banana guards. <laughs> oh, man, I <laughs> this love this. This is the
0: best part of the episode
1: in my mind. Simon is confused and thinks it's Bubblegum Princess. Oh, wow. Princess Bubblegum. Wow. Simon you good is over
0: conf- there? <laughs> yeah, it's, there's going to
1: be so much editing on my end. I'm just, I'm, I don't know what's going on.
0: It's okay. Simon's- Take a sip of your energy drink.
1: <laughs> oh, it's empty. Oh. <laughs> so Simon is confused and thinks it's Princess Bubblegum, but the Winter King tells him, no, it's the Candy Queen, sworn enemy of the Winter Kingdom and a terrible nuisance to him personally. <laughs> I love that. so great. Just personally, she's a nuisance. The Winter King tries to use his powers against her, but isn't wearing his crown. Before he can grab it, the Candy Queen traps the Winter King with gum while Simon tries to stop her. Unfortunately, the Candy Queen is too quick and captures both Simon and the Winter King. The Winter Scouts tell Fiona and Cake it's no big deal because it happens all the time and go back to practicing their fighting skills. (laughs) Or so they think. Yep.
0: Back in Fiona world, Marshall Lee and Gary spend the day together and at the end of the night make their way to the bakery. Marshall Lee tells Gary it's kind of punk and that he's stealing kitchen time after closing. Gary goes in and Marshall Lee makes a secret phone call to the Lemon Carbs to have them meet them at the bakery.
1: I love it. Uh, It's punk to stay after and work at the bakery. (laughs) I I guess it must have been really punk when I worked at Subway and uh, would stay after to steal food. (laughs)
0: Because they didn't pay me enough
1: to get groceries. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, Mace, I hope you hear that one. (laughs) He's like, "Oh, I know it. You owe me twenty dollars." <laughs> so, oh, uh, you ruined my life. Oh my god! So back definitely. in Winter World, the Candy Queen is trapped around...
0: <laughs> there. You're seeing the underbelly of <laughs> like the beginnings of Matt.
1: Yep, back when I was Matt's
0: like, prequel,
1: starving, starving artist uh, in Concord, New Hampshire, living in a basement.
0: Oh my! Those were
1: the days. <laughs> So, back in Winter World, the Candy Queen has trapped the wrists of Simon and the Winter King and puts them in a cage, puts them in a cage, <laughs> uh, despite their pleas to release them. Candy Queen declines. Winter King tells Simon not to worry since she kidnaps him a lot and thinks that they belong together. The Candy Queen breaks out into a song which I loved and reveals her plans to them and their plan her plan is to put them in a blender with her and set the oven to three fifty degrees so they'll be baked together. <laughs> Uh, which I believe is actually a reference to the movie The Fly. Uh, So Simon thinks it's actually a nice metaphor, but the Candy Queen reveals it's not a metaphor. Uh, She's being literal, horrifying both of them. And she says that in, like, sing-songy form, too. It's not a metaphor.
0: (laughs) It's so funny. And, like, the blender has, like, these, like, dagger spiky mixers. It's
1: wild. She's delightfully insane.
0: She is so... It's great. It's so great. Uh, Back in Fiona World... Gary makes Marshall Lee a gingerbread man and after he eats it he tells Gary that he's ready for his investors like lemon carbs. Gary tells him no they still need work before presenting to lemon carbs. Before Marshall Lee can cancel the meeting they show up surprising Gary. Meanwhile in Winter World Fiona and Cake and the Ice Scouts attack the candy people as the Winter King calls for help. Uh, Simon says that the candy queen needs their help since she he knows that there's a brilliant person in there somewhere trying to get out. The Winter King says they don't need to fix her. They just need to be rescued and yells for the ice scouts to help them. In Fiona World, Gary introduces himself to the lemon carbs and presents the pastry mention. They're skeptical, but they begin eating the pastries. They agree that they taste nice, but they hate their faces. Gary presents the stories behind the pasty- pastry mention. And when Gary asks what they think, the lemon carbs leave and say they hate it, crushing
1: Gary. Uh, yeah, oh, that was that was so a crushing sad. thing to watch. Yeah. In Winter World, Fiona and Cake find the Candy Queen about to drop Simon and the Winter King into a mixer to turn them into batter. Uh, Fiona makes it up to the top, and Simon begs Fiona to stop since there's nothing wrong with her brain that can be fixed. So Fiona and the Candy Queen charge at each other, and Fiona is able to knock her down with one kick. Fiona gives the Winter King his crown back, and he calls her both the Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, the Winter King tells her to embrace him, and they share a kiss, but suddenly the crown loses its magic, and the Winter King turns back into Simon, rapidly ages, and begs Fiona to help him before turning into dust, shocking so her, Sad cake, and the main timeline, Simon. Uh, the Ice Scouts, the Winter Kingdom, and everything created by the Winter King melts due to his death. Oh!
0: It was so sad. It was
1: sad. Sad yeah. and very unexpected.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, the Candy Queen turns back into PB. Princess bubblegum shocking Simon! He realizes that the Winter King had cast a spell to deflect his madness onto her. Simon apologizes to her on behalf of his alternate self. PB says there's much work to be done and asks where her beloved candy citizens are.
1: Yeah. Um. One of the things I really I'm 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 saying a lot during this one no, that okay. I should be saving until after the episode. No, go for it. But the finding out that uh, PB's voice was uh, one she's crazy. Was the same voice actress as Princess Bubblegum, and she does such a good job.
0: It's so good. It's like, imagine, like, you think
1: Ice King is crazy, and then you see her with the ice crown, and she's, like, twice as bananas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's wild. So, um, Princess Bubblegum says it's like a fairy tale, and Fiona's kiss broke the curse before manifesting a lollipop, pinning it on Fiona, and thanking her before kissing her cheek. Fiona sadly says that she's not a knight. Fiona sits down and wonders what she did wrong. The Scarab appears and says that uh, what she did wrong was existing before he tries to attack mm. her, attack her cake and Simon, again, before they teleport out of the universe, angering the Scarab. That's sad. Yeah. Maybe the Scarab's as bad at his job.
0: Maybe. I think so. Seems legit. Back in Fiona World, Gary and Marshall Lee clean up uh, the bakery, and Marshall Lee says, at, at least they like the flavors. He apologizes to Gary for springing that on him, and he thought he was helping. Gary tells Marshall Lee that... It's probably good they came now because he would have fiddled with that recipe forever. Marshall Lee, a- Marshall Lee asks where a chocolate dipped strawberry meta cupcake anyway. <laughs> um, Gary tells Marshall Lee, not to make fun of him, but Marshall Lee says he really wants to know. Gary tells him the story of it beginning at a slumber party candy zombie
1: outbreak. Yep, Call back to the very first episode of yep. Adventure Time. In another alternate reality where everyone was a baby version of themselves, it's Simon- so cute. <laughs> Simon tries his alternate selves crown, which is a squeaky toy and says it's not going to work. Fiona is sad and starts to wonder if she's been hurting people in all these universes. Simon tells Fiona that the last place was messed up because that Simon was messed up. He promised Fiona that uh, the next world will have a crown that will work and it'll be cursed the right way. <laughs> Uh, Simon gives Fiona a fist bump and the baby Finn from that universe also joins in on their fist bump. It's so cute. Yep. So uh, what'd you think of this one?
0: Okay, so there's a couple of thoughts I had. I didn't care for the Winter, was it the Winter Prince King? Winter, winter King? King song? It, it wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, I did like the Candy Queen. Thought that was really good.
1: Yes, I preferred her song.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I mean it it it's really it was just a really interesting episode. I think there's a lot going on and I I do I do like the kind of like all the different aspects of this episode. I think like it was just interesting to see the story reversed, right? Yep. And how in this multiverse or this universe it's the candy queen that is crazy or princess bubblegum that's crazy and Ice King isn't. Yep. It was fun to watch that.
1: Uh, one of the details I loved about the Candy Queen is that she's like, she acts like a <laughs> very hyperactive child.
0: Yeah, all hyped up on candy.
1: And she this uh, flying thing that she's on is propelled by her running on a treadmill on the top of it mm-hmm. just to exert some of her energy. It's so funny. Banana guards.
0: <laughs> the banana guards are crazy.
1: Yep. Also, Baby Finn, that was fun.
0: Baby Finn was cute. Yeah. What was your favorite line?
1: My favorite line was, be gone, vile candy witch, and it was the Winter King. <laughs> and what's your favorite line?
0: Um, I wouldn't all be surprised. I'm radical. <laughs> and that was after Fiona was like, you're the the winter knight from my dreams, or what she calls them.
1: Ooh, I like that. I like yeah. that.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, how about an impression of a character?
0: Yeah, I'm trying not to
1: think about it. What? Uh, but- <laughs> Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I somehow forgot to write down a favorite line. from uh, An impression for this one. I know. Matt, I don't know you're what killing me. Um, oh, man. I need a line. I'm just going to read back through the synopsis so I can find a line. Oh, God. Let's oh, just,
0: man. All right. Let's get to
1: trivia. Let's do it.
0: We'll <laughs> you owe me two. I think that's a first. Yeah. <laughs> we were really distracted when we were watching this. Yeah, those. yeah. So trivia. It's trivia time. So the Winter King, as we've mentioned, resembles Princess Bubblegum from the original universe. Both are intellectual, has a science lab, and a prosperous kingdom. They also had a common enemy who was the perfect opposite of the, uh, each other. The PB of this universe is the equivalent of Ice King kidnapping instead of PB. Uh,
1: one concept from Steve Wolfhard reveals that while the Winter King projected the crown's madness effect onto Princess Bubblegum, his mind still had some minor effects from it. So he just attenuated them. Uh, this can explain why he seemed to have forgotten Betty, since this is known to be one of the effects of the crown.
0: I just don't understand why he, I I get like he doesn't remember Betty and the crown, because the crazy Simon didn't remember Betty either. It's when the crown was off him that he remembered Betty. Yep. Right?
1: Yeah. yeah, So, attenuating means
0: lessened or weakened. Yep. Yeah. Although this was not present in the episode, artist Steve Wolford revealed that the executive producer, uh, producer, Adam Muto, thought some minor lore behind the baby world seen at the end of the episode, Bimo's wish to Prismo, resulted in this world, but he ended up turning into a baby monitor. Mm-hmm.
1: That's funny. Yep. Uh, when the Winter King turns back into Simon, he is seen with the same streak of white hair that the original Simon has right before aging and turning into dust.
0: Yeah, is that wild? Yep. You know, it's also interesting. So the Lemon Carbs, and I don't know if this is later in our notes. So Lemon Grab was voiced by Justin Roiland, and the Lemon Carbs are now voiced uh, by Jinx Monsoon, who oh, yeah, that's is, right. yeah, who is a drag star and just a fabulous entertainer. Yeah.
1: Um, yep. I remember Jinx Monsoon.
0: Yeah. Very, very cool. Jinxy.
1: From uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Yep.
0: Yep. Very, very talented. Very, very talented actor. Yeah. Fiona and Cake were able to contaminate other universes. Removing their magic was foreshadowed in Cake the Cat when Cake turned a hot dog night into a regular sausage. Uh, oh, yeah. fascinating! Yeah. All right. Any last thoughts about this episode?
1: I thought it was good. This one was a delight. You know, it's it, you're starting to see the formula of the show. The formula of the show now, where they're hopping from like one universe to the next. Yeah. Each episode and seeing different variations of old characters we love and. So it's like an ep- it's an adventure of the week kind of thing at this point with yeah. an overarching story over that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just curious how it's all going to wrap up in the end now.
0: Yeah. I I liked the um first episode. I liked Destiny better than I liked this episode, although it is fun seeing this alternate reality. Yeah. I just think it's it's just more. You're right. It's more of the same and it'll be interesting where we where we go with this. I think honestly, one of my favorite parts of the episode was the baby kingdom at the very, very end where there's like two, it's like two minutes. It's yeah. just so freaking cute because I love baby Finn.
1: Yeah, I do. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's adorable. Yeah, I, I think my favorite part of this episode was the candy queen.
0: Yeah, just so good. Bananas. Yeah.
1: Yep. Overall, though, I thought this one was this, I got them backwards. This was the one that I was thinking, oh, okay, this one felt a little more forgettable to me. Mm-hmm. Um, still enjoyed it overall. I, yeah. like, I have no, no real complaints.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Totally. Yep. All right. Well, you have made it to the end of another episode of Oh My Glob, and Adventure Time podcast. Um, You can always reach out to us on the socials at Oh My Glob Podcast on Twitter and Facebook and at Oh My Glob Pod on Instagram. Yes. Okay. You can also email us at OhMyGlobPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah.
1: Um, Did or, you do the voicemail part? All right. Okay. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 216-260-GLOB or 216-260-4562. And? We'll play it on the show.
0: Yeah, we'll play it on the show. And with that, I am Amy. I'm Matt. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.